This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armitage.
Mac Riona. Monday morning, I was driving around in my works van, minding other people's business, when suddenly I started to get social notifications left, right and centre. First one I read, about 8 o'clock, came from Darren Birch, bassist with Black Bombers, that read the record and the man that are probably responsible for me picking up a bass. R.I.P. Algie Ward. With a picture of Love Song 7-inch, featuring Algie, obviously. It seemed to have been unwell for a while, passing away on the 17th of May in Royal Tunbridge Wells Hospital. I never saw Algie with the damned, or indeed the saints. Tank, yeah, in the 90s at the uh, cartoon in Croydon, where he graciously signed my Japanese machine gun etiquette CD. I did bump into him over the years at the 1990 Palace Man United FA Cup final. Uh, before that, at the Intrepid Fox in about 1986, as uh, I was waiting to go into the marquee. I bought him a drink. I mean, after all, this was Algie Ward. I asked him how Tank were doing. Looking for a guitarist, came his reply. At this point, I offered my services. Audition like everyone else, I was told. Where and when was never discussed. Uh, I'm not sure the order of things, whether it was before or after I saw him with Tank at the cartoon, but when Captain played the star in Croydon in solo mode, Algie jumped on stage to sing along to smash it up. Captain's then bassist, not Paul Gray, didn't know who the heck he was and tried elbowing him off the stage. After the crowd began chanting, give Algie the bass, the penny dropped and said bass was handed over for Love Song and then New Rose, although it uh, looked like Algie had forgotten how to play it. Uh, if you know where to look, it's up on the interwebs. So getting things underway this evening were The Damned and the Utopia Ed Hollis produced Love Song. The unmixed version of Liar that Algie not only played bass but guitar as well. Tanks Walking Barefoot Over Glass from their debut Fast Eddie Clark produced Power of the Hunter. And rounding this tribute off was The Saints and Every Day's a Holiday, Every Night's a Party, the band's third album, Prehistoric Sounds, and the second to feature Algie. It's a shame. He distanced himself from the damned, electing not to contribute to the Don't You Wish That We Were Dead documentary, unwilling to give his side of the story. Where's me hammer?
destroyed, you'll see another day. I'm shooting out your light, bring you eternal night. And your eternal tricks begin to make me sick. The only thing I know is that you touch and go. On Tank's second album, Phil Town's Hades, um, there was a cover of the Pink Fairies, the Snake, that was rumoured to be part of some covers the Damned were going to record that never materialised. So uh, Algie did it with Tank instead. Apparently the next Damned album is actually going to be of all covers. It'll be interesting to find out what they are. Since oh, 2015, the demise of our rock and roll heroes has uh, become more noticeable. I guess it all really... Started with the passing of Filthy Animal Taylor in November that year. There's only a couple of musicians' deaths that, you know, upset me greatly. Lemmy, although I only knew the guy in passing, you know, a general nod when I passed across. But his, you know, his musical legacy clearly had an effect on the music industry as a whole. And of course, Bernie Tormey, who I'm honoured to say became a friend and not just a musician I admired and saw live. I do think about him a lot. Yeah, not on a daily basis, but I'll hear something on the radio or a conversation will trigger a memory and I will smile to myself. When a musician dies, who's not part of a genre I generally listen to, I think of the family that they left behind and, you know, that'll be it. Sadly, Andy Rourke, bassist with the Smiths, passed away last Friday. Now I don't own anything officially by them. This charming man was a game changer for a lot of people. Friend of mine's older brother was into Billy Idol. He had the hair, wore the leather fingerless gloves. He saw the Smiths on top of the pops. The next day, he was sporting a cardigan, a shirt that wasn't tucked in, and a bunch of flowers stuck in his back pocket of his jeans. This Charlie Man is a great song, great bass line, but for me, the band was always about Johnny Meyer and Morrissey. Andy and drummer Mike Joyce seemed to be bit players. The only Smith recordings that I have are the uh, Troy Tate sessions for the um, band's debut album that were rejected by the record label and then, you know, totally re-recorded with a new producer. Anyway, the only official recording that I own that features Andy Rourke is Steve Conti's Gimme Gimme Rockaway 7-inch that features Mr Rourke and on drums, Clem Burke. Tough is life, back on the beach again, just a sunny day. Rockin' my leather man, New York to LA. Surf is up, we're pounding the pavement tonight. We're gonna play. Ooh, gimme, gimme, rock away.
show has been pre-recorded as today, as in the 26th of May. Future streaming, downloading and non-live rock radio UK listeners is Mrs A's birthday. And as I speak, we are just getting over a curry at our favourite Indian restaurant. Having spent the day in Tombridge, enjoying the sights and wares that ye old Checkers Inn provided us with this lunchtime yesterday. Straight after work, I drove down to Brighton to see the hip priests and the bitch queens at the pipeline that you will hear all about on next week's show. Obviously, this episode was recorded late afternoon, early evening Wednesday, leaving us, uh, you know, the dream team, that is Bart, Fanny and myself, three days to gather all the music and information together. You know, you've got to have the weekend off. So if it sounds a bit disjointed, that's because it is. The only other option was for Barton to host it on his own. Clearly, that was never going to happen. This is The Poison Boys and Steamroller.
straight after Poison Boys and Steamroller, you heard because I played Rich Raggedy and the Digression's new single, well, new video, to How Much Of Me Is You, taken from the band's latest LP, What We Do, open brackets, to not let go, close brackets. And this is Psychotic Youth and Can This Be The One? week I mentioned that on this week's show I will be playing some original new material from Satira so here we are seven days later and true to my word this is the aforementioned as promised Satira and from Satira World this is Chasing Dreams Don't 
people chasing dreams, they're not all they seem. You can lose what you never wanted. Don't go chasing hearts to rip your world apart. You'll be one of the broken I was pottering around last weekend, I put my portable music player onto random mode. Fortunately, as I loaded all the songs, none of rubbish. Yeah, well, right, I still have a high school musical soundtrack LP on there from the daughter who's uh, now 22, used to listen to when we were out and about. Anyway, the next four songs grabbed me. I obviously bought them, but uh, I had not really got around to listening to the albums from whence they came. 
Obviously, over the next few days, I will be remedying this. Up first is the Cowboys and Female Behaviour book from the bottom of a rotten flower. Then it's Dark Thoughts with Where Did You Go from their self-titled album. Following swiftly on are Strange Attractor and I Want to Be You, taken from the Good Boy, Bad Boy LP. And finally, last but no means least, are TV Repairman and No Life on This Street that can be found on their What's on TV album. Links and more info can be found over at theparanoidsquirrel.com tomorrow morning. <laughs>
you like that? Good. So did I. Here are the Star Spangles and take care oh, of us.
deal and small talk from me this week. But as I said earlier on in the episode, there was only a small window of opportunity of a few days for us to you know, get things together. Luckily, that window led to, well, what you've been listening to, like uh, Took Smith and the Restless Hearts and Forgive But Won't Forget. With the uh, remaining uh, eight minutes left, I'm going to fire up a new track from Tizane. Uh, I played her cover of Kylie Minogue's Can't Get You Out of My Head on episode 904, believing that it was going to be included on her sophomore album, Forever Is Nothing, that's due to hit the real and virtual record shops on the 23rd of June. It isn't. I jumped the gun. Hopefully, as it's a great version, it'll crop up on uh, as, as either a B-side or a bonus track on a later release. My money, which holds no sway, would it uh, being the flip to a Every Minute 7-inch? My rationale is this. Every Minute was co-written by former Mud guitarist Rob Davis. For my younger listeners, if you go onto YouTube, find a Top of the Pops with Mud, and he's the guy wearing a one-piece trouser suit that has enough material to cover several football pitches. But he also penned the aforementioned Can't Get You Out of My Head. Taking us out of this week's show will be Grandy Royal 
and Just As Bad As You, featuring Dragon, taken from, not their just released new album, Welcome to Grime Town, but the album that preceded it, Carry On. And after that, it's Ike and Tina Turner and Nush Book City Limits. What a force of nature she was. Until next week, take it easy.
This episode of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show was produced by Bart and Stacey, engineered by Fenny Bridges, and was hosted by Armitage Schmidt, and was a Watts' Lodge production. Mm-hmm.